when two worlds combine, it sparks into existence a brand new life of clarity and cosmic insight. This is the truest form of alchemy. Join Becky Gregory and Hillis Pugh on Cosmic Insight, only on Real Revolution Radio X. Well, hello, all you cosmic explorers. This is Rebecca Gregory here, and I welcome you to Cosmic Insight with myself and... I am Hillis Pugh, and welcome to this special edition of Cosmic Insight. We have a fabulous guest for you today, and she is my soul sister, my soul angel. She is a brilliant light, a brilliant being, and her name is Kimberly Palm. And she is the best-selling author of the book, Ascension, One-on-One, A Roadmap for Your Soul. She is also a spiritual teacher and advisor for seekers of the truth on their journey. Kimberly channels Yeshua, Mary Magdalene, and Mother, Father, God. She has studied spiritually and metaphysics and world religions, esoterics, supernatural, and paranormal since she was the age of 12. Kimberly also uses her special gifts, including clairvoyancy, intuition, energy healing, and other gifts to help other people on their journey. She's a self-taught and certified medit- <laughs> She's a, a meditation and mindfulness instructor and certified Reiki practitioner. She also offers private sessions, and I can tell you that I've had one myself, uh, that she is simply amazing. So you can get more information about Kimberly and where you can connect with her at uh, her website, which is in the description below. And Kimberly, it is an honor to have you here with us, my soul sister. And I can reunite with another soul sister, right, Rebecca? Is she with us? There she is. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> thank you for joining us today. Can you hear us? <laughs> Oh, yeah, right. I can hear you fine. Oh. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just laughing because right before you came on, my phone accidentally went on to Prime Minister's video, and he was talking really loud, and it kind of like startled me because. Oh. It's that chaos, that distraction coming in because they knew what was about to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A soul family reunion. Yeah. yeah, it is right now for sure. I love it. Yeah, yeah, Rebecca, your energy just feels so familiar to me. It's driving me crazy. Like I swear, I've, I literally have like known you my whole life. It's just, it's really, really cool. Well, I guess that's what we have. Maybe, maybe we we've traveled together in the dream world so much that it's, oh, you know, maybe. I'm out physical, gone yeah. every night. Every night I'm out working, man. I'm tired when I get back in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you on that. And I feel the same way with you. Like, as I said, I, I just met Kimberly for the first time a few minutes ago. And as soon as I saw her face, it was like, whoa, she's, yeah, yeah, whoa. Like, it was just that heart space opened up and it was like, she's family, you know, cosmic sister, here we come. So, yes, yeah. I love it when, I love it when you, when you're guided to connect to the people that you're supposed to be vibrating with. Yes, yes, which is my always my prayer and intention. I'm always asking God to please sit, put into my life people who are on the same sheet of paper, you know, people who are just like me. Yes. So, you know, it's like, send me new friends who are just like me. I ask for that all the time. So, yeah. <laughs> also, 
So it kind of brings me to my, my first point is, you know, we are all on this path of ascension. We are all going through this uh, remembering, if you will. And I know that last week, Rebecca, when we talked, that we, you know, had this really in-depth discussion about really understanding, you know, what it is, you know, where we are now on this world and on this path. And so as we move into this, uh, Kimberly, how have you seen it develop, you know, with people you work with or even just friends in general or with yourself even? How have you uh, seen this ascension, this path amidst uh, all this uh, illusionary chaos that's happening right now? Well, so I'm seeing, well, I'm seeing it not only with my clients every single day and all the people connected to me on Facebook and social media, but I'm even seeing it just like going into the grocery store, like people, you know, just people um, reacting or not reacting. Like I'm saying, so right now I'm seeing like um, a real separation between what I see called the third density people who are stuck in fear and service to self and all the negative aspects of ego, you know, competition and backstabbing and murdering and thieving and killing and raping and pill and all the thing that, you know, the <laughs> third density people do, you know, ped pedophilia, all that kind of stuff. Um, you're really seeing a separation of that from the wheat, from the chaff, like the people who are the fourth and uh, fourth, which is love. I talk about that in my book, um, Ascension 101. Um, I talk about uh, the difference between third density, fourth and fifth. So when you're in fourth, then you are very loving and compassionate and you see your connection to everyone else on earth and you have a respect for all of humanity and animals and creatures and, you know, that type of thing. So I'm really, really seeing it like in my personal life, like just going out into public, like seeing the people who are all totally fear based where they're masked up. And if I come within a few feet of them, they're like backing away and running away from me and they're like terrified. They're like just totally panic stricken. They're like living in this constant panic, um, terror mode all the time. And then you see the people who are like us, who are the, what I call really awake people, the star seeds, the indigos, the, you know, light workers, the earth angels, all those people just really just practicing this patience and compassion and, and just really getting into that zone, you know, really, um, um, really trying to level up more and more and more into that zone. And then these other people seem to be going the other extreme. So like I noticed like in my own family, since the 21st, when all of the energies shift, the people who, who are, who were used to be angry and kind of mean and kind of bossy and blah, 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 that it's actually amplified now. So like mm -hmm. people like my spouse, <laughs> you know, a husband who used to be an angry person all the time, he's even more angry now. And you know, that, that type of thing. I'm seeing that like, um, like really, really a lot, you know, and I'm, I keep praying for him that he wakes up really, really soon so that we can stay together for another 35 years or more. Cause we've been together 35 years and, and he's mm -hmm. a wonderful, he's a really good, loving, kind person, but he's, he's still stuck in a little bit more of that, you know, lower density, you know, kind of construct or whatever you want to call it. So so yeah, so but I'm really seeing it separating and I'm seeing it amplified. So I'm seeing the people who are like us becoming even more and more loving and more compassionate and more like we're pouring all of that out of us. We're just oozing it all over. And then the people who are were already having issues before with the lower density, it's just getting like they're just going downhill like fast. 
<laughs> it's just getting amplified to the, to the max. So. Are you fighting with that amplification? I know for me, myself, in fact, I had this like amazing story that happened to me when I went out today um, where it would began where when you're talking about the amplification of people, like mm-hmm. people who are light worker and awake, it's like that energy is, I don't want to say attack, but coming at us even more to get us off balance because the, it's so out of balance right now that they want to push. It's like amplified, like just trying to, to push us down back into where we were. Uh, are you yeah. as well as you navigate and yeah. really get yourself more so work, not harder, but just get in that energy more to keep yourself where you are. Well, I'm, what I'm noticing is the, the, the darkness is fighting even harder right now. So, so trying to maintain that really high vibe is getting more and more difficult, even though we're doing it more and more because we're raising up higher and higher at the same time. It's kind of like this, it's like a balancing act. And it's funny because I have a Libra moon, so I'm all about balance in life. And so we're really, really fighting. We're having to fight twice as hard to balance because the darkness is, um, has ramped up its game because it knows that it's about to lose and it's all going to be taken down really soon. So they're coming after us even Mm -hmm. stronger. And, um, and so I'm noticing a lot of my friends and, and lightworker family and people who are, you know, the, like I said, the star seeds and stuff are really having a hard time with, um, trying to keep out of that, uh, that getting sucked into the lower fear. And they're having days where they're like, Oh my God, it's all over. It's going to be new world order. And, you know, they're going to that place, that negative place are having days where they're having doubts or whatever. Yeah. And that's because the darkness is fighting twice as hard and they're coming at us twice as hard now. So you have to, um, so the biggest things I tell people is self-care, self-care, self-care every day, really focusing on you and taking care of you, doing the inner work, doing um, your inner child work, doing your dark night of the soul, doing your um, shadow work. That is really important right now. Like clearing all that, clearing, 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 purging out all of the negative stuff, just letting it come to the surface and clearing it out. I'm going to start doing past life regressions in a couple of weeks on my, for my clients. That's a new service I'm offering. And that's really important kind of work for people who are, have stuck old energy that they brought into this lifetime from other lifetimes. If they have blocks of trauma, fear, like somebody who's afraid of the water in this lifetime, because in multiple past lifetimes, they drowned, they drowned, you know, they were on the Titanic or something, or they were drowned as a witch or, you know, that type of thing. Uh, to himself i'm like were you on the titanic <laughs> no it's 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 me and swimming i don't i mean I, I love water but i don't like to go swimming at all really interesting so so yeah so there's um right now what we really all have to do is a lot of the inner work we have to be mindful and as Lori ladd said you know be in the you know the moment the now moment she always talks about the your next now moment and your now mm-hmm. moment and the now, so I'm a certified mindfulness and meditation instructor and mindfulness is all about being present moment awareness. It's what Thich Nhat Hanh taught his whole you know, life. Yes. Um, if you know who Thich Nhat Hanh was, he just yep. recently passed at age 95. Um, amazing. I mean, he even worked with Martin Luther King, you know, Jr. I mean, he was just amazing. But, um, but anyways, it's that present moment. You have to stay in the present and stop going to, oh my God, what if, China attacks and oh my God, what if this happens? And oh my God, what if that you have to stop going to that? What if, what if thing and just stay in, what am I doing right now? Right now I'm eating, I'm eating um, a really 
tasty brownie and I'm having a cup of tea or right now I'm getting a massage or right now I'm filing my nails or I'm watching a TV show, you know, you really need to just constantly be out of your head and into your senses and in that present moment, because that is going to keep you out of the fear and it's going to keep your vibration really, really high. The more you do self-care, the more you radiate out love from your inner, from your heart center, because that's where, you know, our soul is seated in our heart. The more you radiate out that love to everyone around you, everywhere you go, the more you stay in that place of compassion and kindness and, and love, and you just radiate it. And then you keep doing self-care, 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 we're just going to all as a collective consciousness, keep raising up together more and more and more. And all of these 3d people will, will either come with us. We're either going to drag them with us and they're going to wake up and then they're going to come with us or they're going to be leaving here in mass groves. And a lot of them are already leaving here. Yes. The ones that are not ready and they're not going to be ready. There's some people who will never, ever, ever change. They will just never, they're, they're not going to come to God. They're not going to have a coming to God moment. They don't want to, like their soul has chosen that with free will, that they just don't want to do that. They will be leaving here. Some of them will, if they're evil and dark, they'll be going into Biru for soul rehab. Mm -hmm. If they're not, if they're not um, evil and dark, they'll be going home to heaven and then they'll go to their next assignment or maybe they'll just stay in heaven or whatever. But, but we have a lot of people who are leaving who are, are not ready for what is coming and all of the great things that are coming. They're just not, you know, they're, they don't want to do it. So um, it's really this mass separation happening right now and it's getting deeper and deeper and wider and wider and eventually they'll be gone and then it'll just be 5D. And um, it's going to be a process. It's not going to happen overnight. I was shown um, by my my, uh, visions that I get and my guides um, showed me like a one year, three year, five year, 10 year kind of deal. Like the ETs, they're going to come down here like in about five years, they're going to actually be hanging out with us. But right now we're not ready for them. We're not ready, but five years from now, they're going to be here and they're going to be hanging out with us. So yeah, it's going to be cool. (laughs) (laughs) I put these two girls together. Oh my gosh, I'm in trouble today. (laughs) But I love it though. I just love, love seeing this interaction. Um, before I get to my question, I just want to make this observation, uh, not make, but express this observation that um, since we all know who we are on the soul level, our energies, uh, the energy that is coming off of us is just brilliant. And I can, that's, that's why I'm just beaming right now because of all of this, this light this this energy like and it's just getting bigger and bigger but what i want to uh talk about because you know we had talked about it briefly yesterday and i love that you brought this up Mm -hmm. is that there has been a misconception or a a misunderstanding of a belief of the planet that earth has always been this 3d uh, prison and uh, this has always been this 3D energy and you know, all this that and the other. But what I, I want you to, if you can, and maybe if you want to tap into your team, is to help people understand that Earth wasn't always this way. Earth was actually, you know, in uh, 5D before. So can you go into a little bit of that? 
Yes, thank you so much, Hillis, for asking yeah. about that. So, um, and this is something that I didn't know. I mean, I, um, I think I told you that my book was channeled. It was all channeled info. And when I was channeling it, I was learning. Like, I didn't know these answers. I had no clue. And I was like learning 70% 70, 70 of my book was channeled and it was all education for me that I didn't know. So one of the things that I learned is that during the time of Atlantis and Lemuria and all that, there were beings living here from, from all over space. There were all kinds of ETs that were living here. They were cohabitating here. People talked with telepathy. People teleported themselves everywhere. People could, um, you know, how they built the pyramids. They did that using their mind and moving, you know, objects, that kind of thing. That went on back there. And the planet was fifth density back then. And what happened is um, we had Lucifer and Satan come to earth at one point and take over, you know, the planet and corrupt society and kind of create a downfall of society. Society fell from grace as I think it's Patricia Cota Robles likes to, if you ever hear her, she talks about society falling from grace or fall from grace, you know? And, um, and so, so we kind of have this falling from grace and, and when we fell from grace, it, it dropped down to like a third density planet. And then they brought in the Draco reptilians and, or well, the Draco, which is actually a mixture of, Greys, uh, reptilian, it's a bunch of different, you know, ETs that are bad, they're nefarious. They came here oh, 12,000 years ago or something, and then they, they took the energy down even further, and then they locked uh, down the planet with a grid, like a grid matrix, so turned it into a prison, basically. So, um, but that's how it was. So it used to be fit density, it used to be a high vibe place where ETs from all over hung out in peace and harmony and lived and happiness. I mean, Atlantis was an amazing civilization, but it, um, and it was here for thousands of years. I mean, it was here and it, and it wasn't, it wasn't a city. Everybody is looking for the city of Atlantis. It's not a city. It was an entire civilization in a time period on earth. So, um, so people were here and they were here for thousands of years living in peace. And then it all went to hell, literally. <laughs> so yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, Thank you for sharing that, that bit of history because you know people, the planet in itself is much older than uh, scientists mm -hmm. or anyone else can really uh, date back to. I mean, it just didn't pop. Actually, the whole solar system is much older than you know anyone can really uh, prove right now. So yeah, thank you mm -hmm. for that. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And you know, going back to that and where we are right now, you know, coming into what we're moving into. And it's, I don't know what I'm saying right now. I'm in this. I know I'm just, woo, let me bring myself together. You know, the history of our planet and where we are, it, you know, it's, it, it's so, how are you feeling now with, with where we are right now? It's almost like a do over, like we're at a do over point. In, in our in our history of humanity, the solar system, we're galactic, where however far out you want to go, and um, it's really exciting to be in this time. And I th and I think people need to realize that we chose to be here at that time, and we don't yeah. have to get caught up in in all the the three D part of it because we chose to experience that. Yes, but now we have a choice to shift mm -hmm. into something extraordinary we don't have to live there. Do you have any insight on that on, you know, what to tell the viewers of how to maybe move into that to, I, I think you mm -hmm. kind of 
before it tapped on that before, but to move into that energy and, and um, yeah, it's really so. And I actually have a whole chapter in my book about how to raise your vibration and how to protect your energy, but it's really all about raising your frequency by doing things like not watching the mainstream news not engaging with people who are going to yell at you and scream at you and fight with you. You need to keep disengaged. You need to either stay away from those people, cut them out of your life altogether. Or if you have a conversation with them, it needs to be peaceful. So if they start to bring up something that's, um, you know, kind of brutal where you're going to be arguing, you need to say, I'm sorry, I don't want to talk about this right now. And if you have to walk away, you need to walk away. But the important thing is just constantly putting all your focus, your energy and your intention on things that are going to raise your vibration higher and higher. That is so important. So eating a high vibration diet is really important making sure you're drinking purified water every day, sitting in quiet meditation every day is really important. Connecting with source creator, you know, just sitting quietly and there's 108 types of meditation. One of those is prayer. So even sitting and praying or chanting or listening to 528 Hertz frequency music will really, really help you get into that fit density um, and really focusing your thoughts because let me explain to you how serious this is. Since the energy changed on the 21st um, of December, mm. we are now rapidly manifesting and creating everything with our thoughts and our mouths and our actions. And your mouth is even more powerful than your thoughts. Mm -hmm. So your thoughts vibrate, um, negative thoughts vibrate at a low frequency, which causes sickness in the body and harm to other people as well. And positive thoughts creates healing and positive things and attracts and, and it attracts more of whatever that is into your life. So what is going to start happening now with this new energy for everybody, which is it's scary, but it's good at the same time, is everything that comes out of your mouth and everything you think is going to really fastly manifest. So if you are mean to other people, if you do nasty things to other people, it's going to bounce back at you because ascension, one of the big definitions of ascension is accountability. All humans are being fully accountable for their free will choice actions from this mm -hmm. point forward. And karma was removed. There is no more karma. What there is now is um, the, the frequency of the whole field of energy, frequency, and vibration. Whatever you put into that field is a boomerang. It's like an instant boomerang. So when you put in positive stuff, positive comes back. When you put in negative, negative gets, comes back. So if you want to really get into that fit density, new Atlantis, because we're creating a new Atlantis is what we're creating or a new heavenly earth, what they call heaven on earth. And in order to create that, you have to be constantly focusing on everything that is high vibe and positive and yeah, all of that kind of stuff. You can't. So you can't be like harassing people like these people who come after me on my videos and say, Ooh, you're, you know, you're stupid and you're a liar and you're this and that, you know, all those people who are really fear-based, you know, mm -hmm. negative, low energy people who attack you when they come after you and they attack you, those people are going to have instant repercussions. So either they're going to get sick, like really, really sick, or they possibly may die even, or they, um, depending on how mean they are and how nasty they are, they, they're, they're going to be leaving here, you know, unfortunately, but um, every action you do is going to have an immediate repercussion from this point forward, like full accountability, man. So, oh yeah. And, and in saying that, what came to me while you were expressing that, you know, sometimes, and we all, I do it, you know, get in that, in that negative mindset, but it's more mm -hmm. like I'm moving through old energy that's stuck in my body. So in what you were just saying and what we're creating that instant manifestation, how, is there a correlation with that? If you're actually moving through to try to release out of your body you know what i'm saying 
if yeah. you're going, like doing a deep dive, you're stalking yourself. Oh my gosh, I'm having this feeling. This is coming up. Whereas, you know, kind of thing where you're not wanting to put the negativity out there, but you have to go through those emotions. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, and I used to be an internationally known stress reduction expert. I had a best-selling book about managing, conquering stress. Yes. And all I can tell you is it's not the negative thought that makes your body sick. It is focusing in on that and going down the rabbit hole of it. So example is what you're saying is if you're processing through negative stuff and you have it coming to the surface and you're doing um, shadow work mm-hmm. and you're bringing all this stuff up, but there's nothing wrong with that. It's not going to harm you. It's not going to take you down into third density. It's the opposite. It's going to get you higher. you got to bring that up and clear it. Um, what's going to take you down lower is going to be you have the negative thoughts and then you go into this st- drunken stupor of negative thought after negative st- thought after negative thought you just keep focusing and you go down a rabbit hole of negative thoughts you're going to like an abyss it's like an abyss you're just like falling down the abyss into the abyss and you're just flailing in this negativity the people who are always negative all the time so like you and I Rebecca and and Hillis what the three of us are always really glass full positive people um so so for us like yeah we'll get a negative thought but it's like a fleeting thing like it comes and it goes you know we process it we deal with it we let it go and that's what you do when you do your work is you let it come up you process through it and you give it over to god or whatever you know you let it go and then yeah you're going to be cleaner and cleaner and high your vessel is just going to keep clearing more and more and more so more light can come into you because the more we release or I hate to use the word release because that's a cabal word, but <laughs> release when you're releasing, you're re- you're bringing it back. So when you're letting go, letting go is the term mm-hmm. you want to use. So when you let go of this emotion after you process through it, um, you're allowing more light to come into your vessel. So it's all good. It's all really positive. Awesome. So, yeah. Phyllis? Yeah. And you know what's interesting about all of this? You know, we are experiencing, you know, unprecedented times, you know, of on the planet because the planet itself, the civilizations, the five civilizations before this never reached this pinnacle, especially, you know, this Aquarian age that we're entering right now. And since there are, you know, millions and billions of people on the planet, and only about a tenth of these people are uh, moving into uh, this 5D energy. So my question to you is, those who are uh, still in the law of vibrating frequencies or 3D, if you will, what is your advice to assist them to become more aware, to uh, fast track them onto this ascension path? Um, so, so are you talking about people who are awake or just waking up or who, yeah, people are you- who are people who are not awake and those who are just waking up? <laughs> so the people who are not awake, all of what we're saying, I kind of feel is Greek to them. hundred percent. They're looking at, at me and they're, they can't wait to put in the comments. She's crazy. She's nuts and on and on, because that's what I get from those people that they won't even look at it. Like they're not even ready. You can't do anything about them. Like you literally mm-hmm. need to let them awake up wake on their own schedule because everybody's on a different soul journey um, and how much time it takes every person to wake up is, is different. It's unique to each person. So it's one of those things where you have to just let them be. Um, but the, the p- people who are still stuck in third density, who haven't fully awakened, there's nothing we can say to them that's going to ever help 
help them in a million years because until they wake up on their own time, what, what I tell all of the light workers out there is keep dropping little seeds, like dropping little like hints and little reminders. Like I do with my family, like I'll talk about, you know, stuff in front of them and they'll go, Ooh, get away from me with your woo woo bullshit. You know, that's what they say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, but I'm dropping the seeds. I'm planting the seeds so that when they do wake up, they'll go, Oh, I get it. I get what Kimberly was saying. You know what I mean? Because I had already planted those seeds. I said little things. So, so Hillis, honestly, that's what you can do with the 3D people is you can keep planting the little seeds um, and talking about all this stuff, talking about raising your vibration, talking about eating healthy, talking about taking care of the temple of the Holy Spirit and thinking positive thought. You know, you can, you can talk about that and just drop those seeds. You know, you're going to get rebellion from them. You know, they're going to say, you're a woo-woo weirdo or you're crazy or, you know, you know, you're going to get that. But when it's their moment to wake up, they'll go, oh, I finally understand what she was saying to me. You know, they'll get it. Now, with the people who have just woken up, um, they need my book. (laughs) And and the reason they need my book is that's what this book was written for. So I channeled this um, um, back. I want to say the end. I started channeling it in 2019 because Yeshua literally popped into my room and said, all of the people are wait, starting to wake up now and you need to give them something to help them. And that's what this is. It's a roadmap for your soul. It's a total awesome. guidebook. It talks about what the ascension is, why we're going through it. Who is God? What are you? What, you know, all of your layers, like your astral body, your soul body, your mental, emotional body, your physical, you know, I talk about the, the chakras in there. I talk about how to raise your vibration and how to protect yourself. Um, why people get sick and die, like the true cause, the true root of all sickness. You know, I talk about different types of energy healing and energy medicine in the book. I talk about um, what karma is and, and reincarnation and all these different, you know, every topic that somebody who just woke up, like if you were just awake and you had 50 questions with God, where you were sitting uh, next to God on a, on a bench and you could ask him 50 questions, Hey God, who and what are you? Who and what am I? Uh, why do little babies get cancer and die? You know, those kind of questions, you know, I mean, it's a sad thing, but I've been hearing these questions from people for years because I've been um, clairvoyant, clairaudient and all that my entire life. So people just flock to me with all these, these questions. And so, you know, I had the questions answered for me when I channeled this book and I put it in there to help all of these newly woke people who are sitting there going, what's next? where do I go next? What do I do? Well, read the book because that will get you going in the right direction. And they can get your book on Amazon or yes. Yes. Kindle and print and it's worldwide. I mean, I've sold them in Japan. I've sold them in England. I've sold hundreds of copies and pretty much everywhere in the world. I've sold a lot in the UK. The UK people really like my book. (laughs) Australia, Australians. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's just, and and I don't make any money on this book. Like I make like a buck or something. Like I don't make enough to even pay me back for all the hundreds of hours I put into it. Um, Because that's not what the book's for. The book isn't for making me money. The book is for serving humanity because that's what I'm here for. I'm here to help people. I didn't come to this earth just to take up space. I came here to be a servant. And so that's what this book, this book does, you know, is it's going to help, help people. Yeah. And, and it's definitely an easy read. It took me less than a week to read it. And so those who are really avid readers, you've probably done in like a couple of days. And, and But if you're a slow reader like me, I like to process every read. It's probably going to take you about a week. 
Yeah. Yeah. I had a friend who read it in like four hours. That would be me. Yeah. I forgot it yet. <laughs> yeah. Because they were a speed reader and they literally picked it up and they wouldn't put it down until they were done. And she said that it took her four hours to get through the whole thing from top to bottom. And, and I'm like, did you just skim through it? And she goes, no, I read the whole thing, but she's a speed reader. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> It's not that big of a book. It's only a hundred and something pages. It's a really quick read, but it's got all the basic info you need to help you on your soul journey, literally forever. Like it's really what you yeah. need to know forever, you know, not just for now for Ascension, but forever, you know. Have you been finding, you know, going through Ascension and where we are right now in the position where we are right now that there are new Ascension symptoms that are coming up that weren't maybe not in your book because there's new ones. That yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like people's hands buzzing with energy and their third eye buzzing and like high pierced frequency sounds in your ears that just won't stop and, you know, just all kinds of weird stuff. But yeah, I mean, I have two, two chapters on ascension symptoms. I have like one on negative ones and one on positive or not positive chapters, one. but sessions. Yeah. yeah. Cause there's positive ascension symptoms, like suddenly feeling connected to everyone, really getting connected to God, you know, uh, developing new psychic gifts that you never had before that type of thing. That kind of stuff, honestly, is just all being amplified. Now, remember earlier we were talking about the amplification yes. of everything. Yeah, everything's being amplified, including people's psychic gifts. So people who had psychic gifts before are now they're just exploding even bigger and they're getting new ones coming online. And then the people who've never had these gifts are suddenly having them. And some of them are freaking out because they're seeing things like they're seeing ghosts or they're seeing orbs or they're seeing Pleiadian light ships. And that's it that they've never experienced before. And they're, and they're kind of like freaking out. They're like, oh my God, what's wrong with me? You know, and I have to calm them down and go, Nothing's wrong. It'll be okay. Nothing's wrong. This is all good. I'm glad you brought that up because I think that's one of the biggest messages out there. There is nothing wrong with you. This is no, who we're becoming and broken. Embrace it. And it's not, you don't have to be afraid of it anymore. You need to embrace what's happening. No. This is what is happening as we evolve. Yeah. And the body symptoms are really extraordinary for a lot of people the aches and pains like I'm having them all over because our bodies are physiologically changing right now and expanding and our DNA is literally changing we're going from two strand to 12 strand which is huge um the kids that were born from 2012 on have all come in with the 12 strand already online and they're all fit density like people keep asking me what about my kids what's going to happen to them and I'm like uh people, your kids are already ready to go. They're already online. And they don't, you know, they don't need to worry. They're, yeah, they're just waiting for their parents to wake the hell up. That's yeah. all, you know, although there's a lot of asleep parents who have these awake kids who came in knowing all their past lives, having the psychic ability, seeing their guardian angels and the parents are asleep and they're like, you're crazy. Shut up. You can't talk about that. And yes, you know, these poor kids are already 5d and they have these asleep parents. And I'm seeing that a lot. Yes. It's, that's sad. It's really it's, sad. It's, I feel sorry for those little Yeah, it's kiddos. funny you say that because I, I know I've been out in the world with little kiddos and I've had some extraordinary things happen in front of me, but I always, I always tell them, don't let people keep those gifts. Like even if your mom doesn't, I, I, I remember so many kids I've called, just be, keep, be the magic you are. I'll just plant some little seed to that. Like, there's nothing wrong with you. Be who you are. You know, <laughs> I do it a lot. I get a hold of kids and teenagers all the time who will tell me stuff. They share stuff with me and they'll say yeah. my mom and dad think, you know, don't believe me or whatever. And I'll say, 
I'll say, well, this is our secret. Don't tell them because I know that what you're saying is the truth. I believe you hundred percent. You know, yes. I will tell them that and I will encourage them and say, you know what? Your parents are not quite ready to hear this yet, but they will be very soon. Don't worry. Yes. You know, and just kind of reassure them yeah, because, beautiful. because you have to reassure them because otherwise they're like, oh my God, what's going to happen? My parents are going to hate me the rest of my life because I'm different. You know, it just. You know, it's awful oh. for, for them. I was that kid. I was that kid at one time. So, so Kimberly, aside from your book, is there any advice you can give to any parents of any young children who are, could be watching this right now to help them with, with them the, themselves and also their kids to really uh, find balance and harmony within that parent-child relationship? Yeah, it's, um, it's really, really important that you need to stop treating them like they're, like they're babies and treat them like they're humans, you know, treat them like a human being and don't treat them like they're beneath you. The one problem I see with parents with kids is talking down at them, treating them like they're beneath you, they're not as good as you, they're not as important as you just because they're, they're, they're little and they're new to the world as opposed to, you know, they're 30 or 40 years of age, you know, and you can't give a different level of respect to children that you give to adults. You have to treat everyone the same. All children deserve the same amount of respect. I'm sick and tired of people talking down at their kids or saying, get out of here, you need to be how do you want to say there's this old adage children are meant to be seen, but not heard. And, and that is just such a mean, that's mean. It's hateful. It's vile. I'm not okay with it. I didn't treat my children that way. Um, I, you have to listen to them. You have to treat them like they're another, you know, I'm not saying be their best friend. I'm saying respect them. So when they're having a conversation with you, get down on your knee and look them in the eye and listen to them, actually listen to what they have to say and treat them like they're important and like what their words are saying are important. It's so important because most of these parents in the world today are not, they're not really listening to their children and they're not. Um, and so all of these children grow up with all of these inner child damaged issues because they weren't heard as a kid. Nobody ever listened to them. You know, all the adults said, get away you're meant to be seen, but not, you know, get away. I don't want to hear you. Or you're just a little kid. Get out of here. You know, they were treated insignificant. They need to start treating these kids important because I've learned so much from my kids. I've learned more from my kids than I've ever learned from anyone on the earth. And that's because I listened to them. Mm -hmm. Like I actually listened. I allowed them to tell to share with me all of these experiences that they have. Like when my daughter says she saw a Wendigo outside her window, I listen to that and I take it seriously and I respect that. I don't go, oh, you're crazy, get away from me. I'm like, oh, wow, we need to find out why is there a Wendigo outside your Let's explore that, let's do something mm -hmm. with it. You know, take your kid by the hand and instead of brushing them away and telling them they're nuts or, or that's uh, a bunch of make believe, it's make believe or, you know, just like these kids who see, see their guardian angels, and the parents think that they're, that they're making up an imaginary play friend. I hate to tell you, but almost every kid on earth who said they had an imaginary friend, they never had an imaginary friend. They were able to either see a ghost, a spirit, a demon, mm -hmm. or an angel. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so you need to listen to your children. You need to respect them like you respect your brother, your sister, your mom, whoever. Respect them. And maybe give them the benefit of the doubt. If they say they're seeing something, I want people to understand 
that especially up to four years of age, all children up to four can see their guardian angels and they still have memories of heaven. They don't lose their memory of heaven until they get into world where their brain is starting to get full with education and filled up with all this stuff from society, from TV, from advertising, from movies, all that kind of stuff. When, when their brain is full of all of that, um, then they start to lose their memory of who they, who they are and they don't see their angels anymore. But even kids who are even seven, eight, nine, 10 years old are having these experiences. They're still having these experiences and they are very real, mm-hmm. very, very real. So people that need to stop discounting when their child comes to them and says, I saw this, they need to listen up and they need to take that serious because those kids are not making that up. Little kids like that don't just tell a lie about something like that. The kind of things little kids are going to lie about are things like, no, I didn't steal my brother's chocolate chip cookie. You know, that's the kind (laughs) of thing they're going to lie. Seriously, that's what they're going to lie about. They're not going to lie about, I saw this weird person floating in my room last night they're not going to make that up that kind of thing is not stuff that children make up no so um when they say something like that especially when they come running into their parents uh room in the middle of the night because they're terrified because they were seeing things maybe they had et show up in their room i mean i had a kid who had an et show up in the room, you know i mean that that kind of thing happens you know and you can't discount them you got to stop discounting them you need to respect them and listen to them and explore it and find out, well, what are they seeing? Because these kids are coming in with all the psychic gifts. Yes. They're coming in with all the psychic gifts. Yeah, and I love it. I love these little kids that are coming in. Uh, you know, it's interesting, you know, that when I fly back home to Chicago and see my sister and mm-hmm. uh, my nephew, I think he's going to be, yeah, he's going to be two at the end of March. And mm-hmm. just seeing the, him in the pictures, and when I was there, just hanging out with him, how aware and attuned he is. I'm like, he's only, you know, just over one years old. He's like, his his grasp on the world and and, and everything is, is really amazing. So I can't wait to see, you know, how he is when he gets older. Yeah, and then have you heard the term crystal? children before there's these kids that are coming in that are crystal kids and they're coming in with their full memories of all their past lifetimes. They can scan you like an x-ray machine. They can read your mind. They can move objects. I mean, they they have all of these psychic abilities and everything and they're coming in with all of that. They're amazeballs. They're just incredible. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. I experienced a crystal child one time at Costco actually, who, Remember the kid? I remember that story. I saw him in his little baby carriage, and he was less than uh, younger than one. And I'm just like, looked at. I knew exactly what he was, and I was just like, I see the magic of you. And he knew what I was saying to him. He was just smiling, and I was. His dad was standing there, totally like clueless, like just had no clue this this child that he had. And I was like, should I get some flowers? Well, the next thing you know, a, a whole bouquet of flowers flew out of one of the tubes and just landed. And on the ground. Oh, whoa. And I'm like, and my husband behind oh. me said, that was from that little boy. I said, I know it was. So I picked him up and I looked at him and I smiled and I said, thank you. I see you. And he just <laughs> smiled right back at me because he, I mean, we would just communicate on level level. Wow. Like, yeah. So that's I had 
experiencing this stuff. I love those kind of stories. I know. It was just so, it was really cool. And his dad was just standing there, like, literally like a robot. Had no clue what was transpiring around him. Yeah, his dad was in third density. Yeah. Third density dad. And, you know, these kids are put into their lives for a reason because they're going to help them when they they wake up. Yes. You know, they're going to really help them. Yes. So, Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of um, waking up, what I want to know, Kimberly, is if you have any insight to what could be happening on the planet uh, in, in the coming months. I mean, aside from, you know, the obvious, you know, us waking up and this or that, but, you know, if there's like any other information or anything uh, that you feel or see that is going to be happening. Yeah, thanks for asking. So there's going to be in the next three months, because it's kind of I'm seeing it in kind of blocks, like three months, six months, you know, a year. So next three months are going to be horribly chaotic and kind of scary, because for all of the people for the people who are awake, it's going to be like a fun roller coaster ride where we get out a lot of popcorn and we eat lots of popcorn and we're biting our nails. And it's like a it's like a suspense movie, like watching a Tom Clancy uh, movie or something like that. It's very suspenseful. Um, Um, But it's fun. It's fun and suspenseful at the same time. But for the people who are asleep, it's going to be really horrific because they are about to get whacked in the face with a huge red pill of all the truth of our situation on Earth. The fact that our political system has all been a lie and that all the politicians are corrupt. The fact that all of the world world governments are all corrupt and owned. They're all puppets being run by puppeteers of the cabal. All the education systems have been a lie and they're all cabal um, run. All of the money financial systems are all bad. All of the um, religions are all the major, not all of the religions, but the three major, four major religions are all just a big lie. Christianity, Judaism, Islam were all created by the cabal to control control people. And um, all of these things are all going to come out to the forefront. All of the, the fact that nine million children go missing um, every year on this earth, just in the US, all, close to a million kids go missing, or maybe even possibly more than that every year, because these evil sons of bleeps take them and they and they eat them and drink their blood and do all, you know, torture them and all that stuff. All this stuff is going to come out and all of these people are going to get a giant red pill and, and they're going to be flipping out. And it's good. They're going to wake up and, and they're going to be terrified. Absolutely horrified. And all of us people, all of us lightworkers have been seated. And that's why I like the word starseed, because we've literally been seated in different places and locations where we are in our communities and specific places on earth. And some of us have been forced to move to specific locations. Like maybe we were in one location, like in my case, and God's said, nope, you're moving 350 miles that way, you know, because we needed to be in a specific location because we're going to be holding the light for all those people around us that are going to be waking up because they're going to all be running to us for help when they know that we know what's going on. When they realize that we've known about this stuff all along, they're going to come to us and they're going to have 50 million questions and we're going to be calming them down going, they're their little baby. Everything's going to be okay. You're not going to die. The world's not ending. This is all good. And that is what's coming in the next like three months or so. And then what's going to happen is we're going to go through an adjustment period and everybody's going to have to adjust because they're going to change. The financial system's going to change. All the governments are going to be completely imploded and then rebuilt again with new conscious governments where they actually represent the people, actual democracies, where they represent the people. 
and that's going to be rebuilt. That's going to be an adjustment period. So we're going to be going through adjustment periods. And during the adjustment periods, people, you know, there's going to be some civil unrest. There's going to be rioting. There's going to be the really third density, hateful fear people burning down cities, shooting people, killing people. It's a reason why you want to stay the hell out of a big city right now. If you live in a big city, I would really recommend you move the heck out of that big city to the country as fast as you can because or just take an extended vacation to go go rent a cabin in the woods or something and stock up with food because it's not going to be pretty for the next um three months it's going to be actually quite scary it's not going to be scary for us it's going to be scary for all of the people who are still watching the 3d movie it's like a big 3d movie that they're watching um we're watching the 5d movie they're watching the 3d movie and so so we're here to stabilize them to balance them and to help them and guide them that's what we're here for so yeah yeah it's going to be interesting uh to see how all of this will unfold and really uh allow us to step into our role to be ourselves to other people uh, in that respect to guide them through whatever experience that they're having. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, people ask me that all the time. They ask me the question about, why is it, Kimberly, that I'm awake and my whole family's asleep? And why did I choose, like, why did I choose them? Or why was I put in this situation? Why did God, they'll say, why did God put me with this family? And, and I'm like, uh, God didn't put you with that family. We actually choose who we're with. Mm -hmm. And we make a deal before we come in here, who we're going to be with. And the thing is, is you put yourself in the middle of those people so that you can help them as their teacher. We are all teachers. We are all, te I mean, I might be a spiritual teacher and I'm also a student. But I'm going to really be a teacher for all of these people around me who I've been put with who are going to need to be helped now. I'm going to be teaching them because when they wake up, they're going to have all the questions that I have in my book. Like, what is God really? And, you know, these kind of questions they are going to have those questions and I'm going to have the answers for them. And, and all of us have been put in those positions to be able to do that. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, so you have to kind of hold your ground. You have to be strong. That's why it's really important to kind of man up or whatever you want to call it, like power up, you know, like the power rangers think of yourself as a mighty morphin power ranger and you got to like power up into your power suit. I call it the armor of God. I asked to have the armor of God put around me every day to protect me. And um, you need, you need to power up and you need to be really strong because um, when they're falling apart, you can't be falling apart. You're going to need to be really strong for them because they will be falling apart. It is going to happen. And then you're going to have to pick them up by the bootstraps and, and go there, there, little baby. Everything's going to be just fine. Yeah. yeah. We, we had our time to fall apart before. So we've gone through that already. <laughs> I've gone through it many times. Over the years. <laughs> Dark nights of the soul. I've had a lot of them. And I've also yes. done a lot of shadow work. Yes, a lot of shadow work, a lot of inner child healing. Yes. Inner child healing is so important. If you had abuse as a child, like I did, I had a lot of abuse. Um, if you were abused, if you were molested or raped as a child or anything like that, if you don't do the healing work on that, um, it's almost, it's really hard to ascend. In order to ascend, you have to get rid of all the old baggage uh, to come into the future. You've got to be literally a pure, clean, happy, positive, you know, uplifted vessel. You can't have this negative energy dragging down so you need to work with counselors work with therapists work with hypnotherapists work with sound healers like yourself you know rebecca rebecca does sound or work 
with Hillis because Hillis also does healing. You know, I'm, I, I do spiritual counseling and guidance, but I don't do the healing on people. That's, you know, that's not something I do. I used to do it, but I don't do that anymore. But people need to go to these healers and they need to get healed. They need to go through the emotional healing and do emotion codes and EFT and all these different, um, I'm going to be teaching a class actually and putting it together now on basic energy medicine. So people can learn how to do, learn about all the different basics. I'm not going to be teaching actual stuff. Like I'm a Reiki, um, you know, certified Reiki practitioner, but I'm not going to be teaching people necessarily how to do that. I'm going to be teaching an overview of all the different types of tools that are out there and what are good, what's good, what's bad, how you use them, you know, that kind of thing. So, um, is to have the, have your tool belt of what, and, and know your yeah. tool belt. And I find for myself too, you could have a tool belt, but you make that tool, tool belt for you. You, yes. you can tweak that tool belt to work with who, how you vibrate and how you are. Yeah. Yeah. But it's important to do that work. If you really, you know, people keep saying, what's the best way to get into fifth density? The best way I can tell you do the work, man do. And I have a whole chapter on dark night of the soul and shadow work. I talk about the importance in order to get into fifth density. If you don't do that work, you're not going to be a hundred percent in fifth density. You have to, you have to fully heal to get fully into fifth density. It's really, really, really important. And it's always so. cleaning, even if you're mm-hmm. up in fifth density, there's still stuff that can, I find from my, you know, mm-hmm. could still stuff that pop up, but it gets easier because you can just look at it. Okay. This okay. Let me look at this right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Let me look at this little yeah. shadow that's popping rear in its head at this moment. <laughs> exactly. I know we talked about that last week too. <laughs> huh? I I just, oh my gosh. I got the funniest. Week. I just got the funniest visual you guys the groundhog guy that comes out and sees his, his shadow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just had like a visual of the groundhog because you have to do shadow work. It's like, if you were going to do a class or something about shadow work, you could have the picture of the little groundhog guy seeing his shadow. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. You know, there is always, always uh, something for us to, really fine tune, you know, mm-hmm. because as we move through these energies, as we understand them, you know, because we're not the crystal kids to come in, so we have a little bit more uh, transmuting to do. And when we look at these um, experiences, it really allows for us to really step into the role of being service to self first and then being of service to others second, because we, we understand what it is. Yes, yes, definitely. I agree. Yep. Oh, wow. I'm just feeling the energy right now. I literally just feel like I just want to run outside and scream and play right now. Cause I'm just like, <laughs> it's such like this beautiful heart space being on this call with the three of you. <laughs> I can't get to I know, I'm in a swivel chair and I've been, <laughs> been yeah, I'm kind of doing the same thing. I'm in a swivel chair and I'm like kind of moving around and I'm realizing that the room I'm in is pitch dark. I forgot to turn a light on, but I'm in a wind. I have a window and the lights coming in through the window on me. That's why there's, there's light, but the room is dark and I'm like, what? Oh. <laughs> Rebecca, you need a swivel chair now. I do have a swivel chair. Yeah, I like the swivel chair. But you remember, I'm in a room, so I'm in my Florida room, and well, they call them Florida rooms here in Florida. Uh, however, it used to be a porch, so it was built like on a like this, and they, when they made it into an enclosed room, they never changed it to even it out. So I'm like literally 
on a hill, sitting on a hill. So it's always. <laughs> I'm looking out my window right now and there's a neighbor cat and he, I swear to God, every time I'm in my office here and I'm in this window, the neighbor cat will come by and then he'll stop right in front of the window and just like stare at me and then walk <laughs> It's the weirdest thing, and he's doing it again. He's coming by. He's seeing all that beautiful bright light. He's like, I gotta go check that out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I so think we're is... almost in, at an hour, aren't we? I forgot to see. I, mean, I, I, I think we are. I don't know. I, I, you know, when we have conversations, you know, we both lose track of time, so it's a beautiful thing to lose track. But can yeah. we any information that you want to leave our audience with? Any. Yeah. thing um, that is on your heart and soul right now? Yeah, the important thing to understand is that we are we are creating heaven on earth. I had um, uh, Yeshua, who's Jesus Christ. Some people say, who's Yeshua? Yeshua is the real Hebrew Aramaic name for Jesus Christ. It was what he was given when he was born. Yeshua ben Joseph. He popped in to, to, to my home several times over the last year to give me different info. And then he he messaged me different info, but three of the times when he popped in, it was the same message. And it was basically that he was creating a heaven on earth. Okay. Mm -hmm. He's leading this. A lot of people are expecting him to come back in his body. Um, he's not coming back in a physical body because if he does, he'll be crucified again. He's way more powerful when he's, um, not in a physical body. So how he's already, he's already been here for a really long time. So anybody who's listening to this, who is a Christian, um, Christ has actually been here for a while. He's working with people like me and all other light where I have a whole bunch of friends who talk to him like every day, like they have comfort and they see him. We have all seen him. Like he, we've physically seen him. He looks just like the picture Akion Kramerik painted of him when she was, she saw him when she was four and she painted him when she was six or eight. It's got auburn hair and green eyes and dark kind of, um, I want to say olive complexion. He looks very Italian, mm -hmm. but, um, but anyways, um, you know, I've seen him and every time he pops in, he say it, the first time he popped in, it, he speaks in very old fashioned terminology. So he said, Kimberly, the world that you have known is about to die and I'm resurrecting a new Shambhala. And Shambhala was like a heavenly kingdom. It was like a kingdom of peace. And when I looked it up, it was like kingdom of peace. It was like this, um, Shambhala was like this paradise. It was like a paradise basically. Second time he popped in, he said, very soon there will be much more heaven on earth. Okay. Third time he popped in, he said, the meek shall in will inherit the earth and all of the evil ones are going to Nibiru for processing for, um, basically he said for soul rehabilitation is what he called it. It's really punishment because they're going to get back what they did to us for 12,000 years. Because these leaders um, that are pulling the strings, all the, the real evil ones up at the top, the elite, what they call the elites, they, those same people like Hitler and all those, they keep reincarnating over and over. They go through a revolving door, they come back, they oppress humanity, they come back again, they do it again and again. 12,000 years of that. And so they're going to get 12,000 years of that with the shoe on the other foot. They're going to all be enslaved. They're going to get their butts kicked over and over and over over again until they either come to God and come to the light or they will be destroyed. A lot of them are already um, being completely obliterated and their, their pieces of their energy is being sent back to God for recycling because they have made a choice to never come to God. Like they've actually said, I'm not going to God. It's not happening. So they were obliterated. And I, I know who some of them are. One of them is actually 
actually Lucifer, the other one's Satan and the other one's Caligastia, they do not exist anymore. And if you know anyone who's a Satan worshiper, tell them, go ahead and try to invoke those guys and see what happens. Nothing, nothing will happen. They've been obliterated. Their fragments have been sent back to God source for, um, for, and this just happened a few months back. And the reason that it happened is because they were given multiple chances to come to God and they, they just said, nope, nope, nope. And finally God said, I've had enough. <laughs> and um, there was a supernatural being who actually destroyed them. It wasn't God that destroyed them. It was a specific being that I'm, that I know who destroyed them and who's connected to, to Yeshua. It's somebody who's connected to Yeshua and, and basically said, they were given every chance and they just decided they just wanted to enslave humanity forever and, and they weren't going to change. So they're gone. They're gone. Gotcha. And so now we're just dealing with, with the evil people on the earth. We're just dealing with rounding them up and getting rid of them and, and taking care of them. All the tunnels have been cleared out. Um, the Draco ships have all been destroyed from what I hear uh, by the Galactic Federation. They've destroyed them. So so we are on the road, we are on track, and this is why I'm saying all this, to heavenly earth. We are getting there. We are building. It is It is coming. It is coming soon to a earth near you, and it is it's really, it's really, really exciting because it, it's, it's happening. You know, they had like a laundry list, like a checklist of things they needed to do to clean house first. Yes. Before, you know, so it's like, okay, kill Lucifer, kill the Draco, kill the, you know, whatever. They had to do that. <laughs> And then now, and now they have this cleaned planet earth because mother Gaia has a consciousness. Mm -hmm. She, she was sick and tired of all this evil floating around on her. She didn't like it. She didn't want him here. She was sending out an SOS signal for thousands of years and it wasn't getting out because they had that grid. They put her in a prison. They took her and they stuck her into that prison and her SOS was not getting out. The reason it finally got out is because human consciousness finally got to a level where they're able to get the signal out. And that's when the Galactic Federation heard the signal. They came in December of 2019. They took down the entire matrix grid, right. gone. So now people who are third density human or people who are humans, who are just human souls, are able to go to heaven now because they were not be able, they weren't able to go to heaven before. They were being recycled and reincarnated um, over and over into made what I call false light contracts of suffering. You come in, you get raped, you get pillaged, you get you know tortured, you die, you get cancer, you die, you suffer, you die, you live in poverty, you die. They were coming back over and over again, these human souls. The star seeds and the earth angels volunteered to come here and save these people. We are the second coming. Our leader is Christ and Archangel Michael. Those are our leaders and God. And we, we are the second coming. We're being led by Christ. The Christ consciousness is coming yes. back to the planet, especially the divine feminine is being brought back, which is the mother Mary nurturing, loving, compassion energy. It's all coming back. And um, which is part of why I'm here. I'm here to hold that frequency. I have a lot of sisters. There's a lot of us on this earth. You are one of them as well. You know, and we're here to hold that divine feminine love, compassion, kindness, you know, nurturing mama energy, that mama nurturing okay. energy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I'm a mama bear for all my friends, all my family, you know, everybody, my kids, all my kids' friends, they all come yes. to me with all their problems. I'm mama to everybody. So we're bringing that back. So, so my last, my last minute talk went a little too long, probably, but it's important for people to know what, what is happening, why it's happening and where 
where we're going and where we're going is heavenly earth. And it's so amazing. And I can't wait. I'm really, really excited. And I'm kind of like a little kid at Christmas. It's like, I know what, I know I'm getting this brand new sled and it's in a box, but my parents keep saying, you can't open that yet. You can't open that yet, but I want to open it so bad. It's like, please let me open this. I want to use that sled, you know, cause I know I'm getting the sled but I can't touch it. And so that's how I feel with this, he this heavenly earth. It's like, it's coming and it's like, I want it now. I want it now. I want it so bad. <laughs> you know? I feel you so, so anyways, much on that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you want to say something? Tell us. No, I'm, I'm just enjoying this. It's, it's not often I get to really sit in, in this and just take a back seat and just observe. Oh, Mm. Well, Kimberly, Hill Hillis is, is, is totally divine masculine. Oh, he Hillis is. is divine masculine. He's very, you know, he's so supportive. And so, you know, he's, he's just awesome. <laughs> I feel so honored that, that Hillis um, came into my world. I had to drive 14 hours to meet him in New York City, but <laughs> it was a magical moment the moment we met. Oh, so. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You guys have to watch the introduction of the show of Cosmic Insight to get that scoop on that story. Without yes. going nothing. But it was definitely a moment that will never be forgotten. And, and it was meant to be in how we connected. Yeah. So. So now we're both in Florida now. Yes. That's beautiful. Hold the seat, holding it here, grounding ourselves down. <laughs> Yeah. Florida has so many light workers. It just blows my mind how many light workers are in Florida. It's they need to incredible. be here. This is a very dangerous place to live. I won't even get into that. Yeah. Well, where you are, the yeah. hurricanes? Well, you know. or... <laughs> well, yeah. No, no, I'm talking about everything around here. The alligators, the snakes, the, you know, just, just the energy. The pe I mean, it's just a whole plethora, especially where I am. Just, you know, I'll send you pictures of the alligators I see on my walks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, see the way you are. I'd be terrified. <laughs> I just talked to him, huh? See, for you, it's more active. For me, it's like, yeah, quiet. Yes. You're, you're, you're Southern Florida. I'm up at the tip here. So, two different energies. Yeah. But I guess we should wrap this up here because I could just keep on, I can like talk all night here. So, <laughs> show will be like, this show will be like seven hours long. So, Kim, I'm gonna really want to thank you so much for joining us here at Cosmic uh, Insight this evening or the today or whatever whatever time anybody's listening to this. And uh, <laughs> just thanks for joining in and just just expressing yourself and sharing your just beautiful connection and your beautiful light of who you are. And it has just been for me personally, such an honor to find another cosmic soul sister and uh, connect to that energy and that light and just uh, your heart, your heart. That's all I'm going to say. Thank you. Wow. Thank you both so much. I'm so honored and grateful that you asked me on this show and I'm grateful for both of you and the light that you are sharing with the planet and just keep on sharing your light and we'll all keep in touch too, hopefully. Oh, <laughs> of course. This is just the beginning. And then, <laughs> do you have anything to say before I hit, I turn the record button off? Thank you, Kimberly, again, for gracing us with your presence. And I look forward to many, many interactions from this point forward. It's been an honor. Uh, Most definitely. Okay.
Totally honored. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Well, until next time, thanks for joining us. <laughs>